Probably one of the worst things I could have done was compare Twinkling Watermelon to 2521 because both are really gorgeous shows that had endings that unfortunately didn't really stick for me. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off by Purple Heart podcast where I talk to you about K-dramas, C-dramas, BTS, and basically whatever else I want to talk about. I want to talk to you about Twinkling Watermelon, give you my full review, and I'm going to definitely be delving into some spoilers. My main takeaway is I do think this is a good show to watch. I think the acting is really, really good in this show. I gotta say, uh, the young man, uh, Rion, uh, his acting as Ngul throughout the entirety of the show. I mean, I think that man had to cry so many times. The amount of gut-wrenching scenes he has to do, the amount of screaming and crying and just visceral frustration and pain and heartache he has to put himself through for this show. I'm just gonna give him his roses. Uh, Ngul really went through it this entire goddamn show. I, I'm just gonna be real. I think Choi Hanwook as well, Choi Hanwook as well did a really great job playing uh, Yi Chan both like as the really bratty teen but also in times having the gravity of playing the man that will become the future father of Ngul as well. And I think the ladies did a really great job as well. I think um, she and Su, especially, and her portrayal of Ngul's mom really did a wonderful job as well. I, I have no complaints about the acting for the most part, but I will say the ending in particular irked me. And it's not because it was a happy ending. I wanted there to be a happy resolution because we see the characters go through so much and with the whole element of time travel I think the time traveling piece was used cleverly in a lot of ways and ultimately within the show the destiny of Ngul's father doesn't change. He mainly wants to stop the preceding events of his father losing his hearing and it turns out that was never the issue that should never have been you know something that was looked as a weakness and because just because he had the disability doesn't mean that he could not continue to have quality of life and be able to pursue his dreams and get to live out truly to the potential of what he wanted to be so I understand that that was the main messaging of the show and I do think that's the proper course of action I would I I didn't really like the idea of having to change the fact that he does have that disability as in the moment how scary that is from someone that goes from having one of your five senses to that being taken away versus being born without that sense and growing up without really having to miss not having that but the ending bothered me mainly because the the scene that we are left with before this whole time traveling hijinks ensue. Um, and Gul and his father Yi Chan have this massive blowout. And I know part of it is because in that particular timeline, Yi Chan has a lot of inner shame about how he ended up. And we get to see more of the relationship with 
the grandmother and just how much dreams and aspirations that she put on him and she genuinely believed in him and what he'd be able to accomplish but he had so much self-doubt and self-loathing and I know that was in part because his father wasn't there in the picture and it's really beautiful that his son from the future came in almost as like a surrogate father for Yi Chan and was able to bring about that love that he felt that was missing, that connection he felt that was missing from his father. I think that's really beautiful in itself. But because of that self-loathing and the fact that he wanted his son to be a successor and to be that physician to make him feel validation and worthiness and the, the venomous argument that they had and the blows that they came. And even though because of the actions of Ngul in him traveling back to when his father was 18 and seeing how he was, and while not ultimately being able to change him not being able to hear, but still have a positive impact and trajectory that when he goes back into the future, his father is no longer that same angry and bitter man. I just think in a way it felt like a cop out. So it's a happy ending and I understand because some of the actions that went in the past with Ngul actually did end up changing the course for better for the family so they no longer had to struggle as a unit but they could all thrive even with having disabilities that though that those things were never a hindrance they were still going to have this beautiful life and it was in part because Angul was able to go back reconnect with them find out their struggles and get to learn a lot of integral things about their past and what made them the people they are but there's just something just so deeply unsatisfying about the ending. I feel like in parts it was rushed in a way because there was just so much to wrap up and it just kind of left me feeling hollow despite all the emotions. Like I can tell you the episode prior and just the amount of grief that Ungol expressed when he saw that his father got in that car accident and shattered his eardrums. It just, everything about that is so heartbreaking. And then in the following, in the finale, when he comes to him in the hospital and Yi Chan is just so completely devastated and is almost getting into like suicidal ideation. And at one point, you know, Engel is talking to him and saying, you know what, you're gonna be an incredible father. Don't give up on yourself. Like I, 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 I'm going to be there and I'm going to cherish you so much. I'm paraphrasing. And you know, Yu Chan's like, I can't even hear you. Like, it's just, it, it's so good. And then I feel like the ending, even though I knew it was going to be a happy ending and I'm, I want it to be a happy ending, but somehow it just, it just felt cheap. It cheapened the emotional impact of every other episode prior. And it just it just left me unsatisfied and I don't know if that is a fault for the writing because I feel like the writing was so tight for this show it was very well plotted and time travel is so tricky because of butterfly effect and it's like you change one thing one small thing and it has catastrophic effects but I feel like they use 
time travel in a really clever way for the most part, but yet somehow we're, for me personally, we're not able to stick the ending, which really annoyed me. Um, as far as the two romances, I will say, uh, Engo's parents as, you know, teenagers, their relationship was so captivating to me. Him actually singing to her in sign language is like one of the most beautiful sequences and I almost feel like tearing up just like remembering that is so beautiful like their entire relationship just how it starts started and his slow realization about how deep his feelings go and knowing that um, his prior crush and infatuation was simply just that and the real love that they shared amongst one another and the amount of anger and pain that Yi Chen felt in particular knowing the abuse that she suffered at home and that he felt so powerless in that but he ended up giving her so much hope and gave, giving her that joy in the midst of all that darkness both figuratively and literally you know with that evil wench consistently like uh, shoving her into that attic for God knows how long and being really ableist and I understand that the time period was 1995 but just the level of cruelty that she wielded at her stepdaughter because the father wasn't at home who I think was an enabler the show really uh, tried to make a point that her father was absent but overall is a good man and just didn't realize the depth of duplicity in the second wife that he had but I genuinely think he's an enabler and it really was unsettling to me for like how long of stretches he would go not being at home and his daughter is suffering that amount of abuse and even with flashbacks and and seeing like even as a really young small girl and she already had body language showing just how much she was uncomfortable around that woman and he still because of his business and his work life still left her in the care of her and these maids for so long with her evil daughter as well and it's just it, it's mind-boggling to me <laughs> that the, the amount of abuse that she suffered and we're just supposed to still you know take it on a happy note that the father finally kicked this evil wench out and started to learn sign language that her you know boyfriend had to literally bring him a sign language book and say hey this was where I got started to learn. I'm not going to use the excuse that I don't know how to sign language for reason for me to not communicate with her because I care about her. She's someone that I love. Of course I'm going to learn. And I, I can't believe it takes an 18 year old to get an adult to get with it. And again, I know that the stigma would have been different in 95 and father just wasn't at home often enough to really truly see what was going on with his daughter but he still had the desire to get to know her he obviously wanted to to show her love and he really wanted to see her smile and he knew that deep down that she was sad and suffering yet still 
we're supposed to look at him kind of in an empathetic light and I just couldn't help but think he's awful. <laughs> Maybe not to the abusive, satanic, demonic levels of the step, uh, the stepmother, but good God, <laughs> right? And I just, like, what characteristics about her made you attracted to her? It was just simply about power and the illusion that she was able to give, even though she was doing all sorts of tax fraud and evasion and you know, money laundering and all, whatever the hell else that she was doing, atop of all the child abuse that she was responsible for. I just, like, she wasn't that good. I, I think the actress herself playing that character really did a great job in showing just how quickly she could turn it on as far as the waterworks and the innocent act. But to me, like, within the context narratively of the show, she didn't come off like, she was doing that great of acting job like to me the way the actors were portraying it like he had suspicions that there was something off about her and the relationship with the daughter yet this continued on for years and years and years and that just really pissed me off just how much he enabled that abuse to continue to happen in his household i'm sorry like it just <laughs> even though he did the right thing in the end i just mm, the, the slaps were justified, like, just, okay, all right, I'm getting, I'm getting angry, but there's just, there's so many things that just irked me a little bit, and I'll tell you this, the second romance with Ngul and the future daughter, for some reason, just didn't vibe with me. I was really trying to give it a chance, and I'm like, you know what, it's kind of cute, but it just came off, even though they were close in age as teenagers, they just, there, there was like this huge discrepancy. Like the daughter just always came off really juvenile, like not even like a teenager. She came off like she was like 11 years old. Like the actress obviously does not look that way, but just the way she's playing her, like she really got on my nerves sometimes, which is sad to say. Um, I really felt for her when she would speak a little bit more candidly about the suicidal ideation and for her whole ethos for wanting to travel back in time as well was to prevent her mom from going down the path that she did and wanting to find her true love which that whole entire storyline in itself was really nonsensical because it didn't really end up changing much it narratively anyways so I feel like it wasted a lot of that character's time and because it was so nonsensical and I wasn't really a fan of how the character acted at times it kind of took me out of their romance and I just end up feeling kind of meh towards it to me the parents young love was really what was captivating for me and what kept me going onwards to wanting to complete the show which is why coming to the finale and just seeing that okay the future trajectory changed they all became really successful you know the whole power struggle of him being wanting to not be a physician and having to put that aside um and putting aside his love of music it just I don't know it just it just felt really dissatisfying to me and it just felt rushed and it ended up almost cheapening my experience of watching the show as a whole yet despite me saying that I wouldn't say it's not worth 
getting into the show because I do think Twinkling Watermelon is one of the better K-dramas that we got this year and because the acting was just so phenomenal like it it almost be a disservice not to give the show a chance yet I just I just end up feeling kind of meh about the finale so yeah those are my scrambled thoughts about Twinkling Watermelon really good drama unfortunately ending just wasn't it for me which is very similar to 2521 so I was really apt in that comparison obviously there's a lot of similarities in the shows not maybe not the fantasy time traveling element but there's a lot of similarities in the show and I think yeah those endings man it sucks when you really get invested in a drama and then the pacing kind of unravels itself towards the finish line and then the last couple of episodes really pack emotional punches and you're like thinking to yourself okay this is going to be a spectacular finale and then the finale just falls flat it's like well damn <laughs> anyways those are my thoughts uh that's it basically for today's episode i I'm really happy that if you <laughs> made it all the way to the end of this ramble, if you're watching via YouTube, I really appreciate you. If you're listening via Spotify, thank you so much. You are a trooper, let me tell you. I have other K-dramas that I'm going to be talking about. Um, by the time this has uh, been put up on my channel, I have already would have talked about uh, My Demon, which is coming out this month in November, which November is almost done. It's actually November 24th as I'm uh, filming this. And then there's going to be some more K-dramas I want to check out as well. Uh, Death Game. So, and and my dearest, oh my god, my dearest. Oh, don't even get me started. Anyways, <laughs> till the next one. Bye.